Hello, Michael Midas here. Welcome to the Mysterious Bluffs. So today I have a story for you about my neighbors Swen and Ebba. They are the new agey blonde couple, originally from Stockholm, Sweden. Now I'm not new agey myself, but I don't mind if Swen and Ebba are crazy for crystals, meditation, granola. It's that when they can afford to, they go without clothes. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I haven't heard that they ran down a street exposing themselves to unwilling victims. And as far as I know, they don't post nudes online where any Tom, Dick, and Harry can bump into them by accident. Swen and Eva saved the Baroness for home. And good for them. Well, except when I knock on their door and one of them answers in a more neighborly way than expected. And they stand in the doorway proudly without a hint of concern that I know the difference between a shirt and someone who could use a suntan. Besides that little inconvenience, it's when and Eva's life, and no one else's, unless you're nosy. When I moved into my house, I was a nosy neighbor. Well, not really nosy, like binoculars and a scorecard. Just nosy enough that I learned my lesson you shouldn't look over the backyard fence. One summer day, I was in the backyard barbecuing a frankfurter, and I overheard Swen and Ebba chatting. Well, they might have been chatting about me and knew something I didn't. I went to the fence and raised my head over it to listen closer. I'll tell you this, they didn't stir my ears. The only thing stirred was my martini after I ran to the liquor cabinet. I wish they'd play lawn darts like everyone else. But Swen and Abba aren't just about the nudity. They also own a furniture store here in the Mysterious Bluffs. You don't want to shop there, though. Would you like to own a corkboard card table made by five-year-olds? <gasps> Didn't think so. You'd feel less guilty getting naked in public. That's why you need to buy conscious-free furniture at Midas Collectibles. No worry about the fair trade issues, because the folks who make antique furniture are dead. Nah, Swen and Ebba are great people, and we get along so well that we're not afraid of a little pokey-pokey with each other. This morning, I was at home, trying on a new shoehorn, by my front door and I heard a woman scream outside then someone stuck something in the mailbox I opened the door it was a beautiful sunny day nothing to see no dead bikini model on the front lawn ugh dead bikini model where have I heard that one before just because a woman screams outside my house doesn't make it a 60s kink fest. Sorry, don't know what I was thinking. It's so narrow-minded. Not everyone can fit into a bikini like a dead model. They are so exceptional. 
Make an example of them for standing out, even if they can't stand. Bug their phone lines. Put them on a no-fly list. Ever see a dead bikini model pick potatoes? And if that's not enough, replace them with a victim that's fair for everyone. A Nazi stick person. A zero for a head. Two little swastikas for eyes. And a body made of sticks. Oh, man. Excuse me for going on about this. The only real thing on my lawn is fertilizer. Whoever screamed outside my door had disappeared. Everything was fine, so I could investigate my mailbox. By the way, solid brass looks great on a brick wall. It's the kind of mailbox that makes a guy feel lucky. I closed my eyes and lifted the lid of the mailbox and pulled out what felt like a booklet. Hey, let's have a peek. Wow. It was the Mysterious Bluffs Community Event Guide. I flipped through it. Emotional Fulfillment Week is coming up. And it includes a series of book burnings. Break out the marshmallows for titles like The Invisible Man is a Bumpkin, Equality is a Dirty Word, and Blackout at the Gates of Moscow. Nah, never heard of those titles. They must not be for everyone. How about a book we all can burn? Like Green Eggs and Ham. So I dipped my hand in the mailbox again. This time I snapped up a flyer. It was a takeout menu for a restaurant called The Great Wall of Fairness. That's great. Everyone gets a chance to order. I was pleased the name was Sensitivity Positive. But what about the grub? Is it flavor negative? I glanced over the menu and ugh. Cabbage and wild rice crunchy treats? Gluten-free lentil nuggets? Special formula tuna biscuits? I thought, am I a human being or an inclusive poodle? I dipped my hand in the mailbox and found the last item. A DVD wrapped in red gift paper. Written on it was, Happy birthday, Michael. Love, Swen and Ebba. Definitely out of character for them. And it wasn't my birthday. <gasps> All right. I thought, return the gift. But then again, I just read about a book burning. And a restaurant for human beings that think they're poodles. Man, it was time to roll sevens. I unwrapped the DVD and found myself holding Suicide Squad and a $20 bill. Well, who says no to an extra 20 bucks? I stuffed the money in my pants pocket. On the other hand, Suicide Squad was a bit creepy. Not like who's in the tool shed creepy. It was ethereal eeriness, along with a strange inkling that I might have been born today. Just to make sure I wasn't, I checked the calendar on my cell. You know what day it was? Polar Bear Day. I tell ya, I'd rather eat a bucket of fish than watch Suicide Squad. 
I looked over the cover and saw a group of ghoulish characters with doomsday hairdos, morbidly pale skin, and shipwrecks in their eyes. Their bodies were stuffed into rigid leather outfits. The characters looked like they were going down and taking the real world with them. I'd rather see a movie that's a bit behind. A silent movie. Funny faces. A little smack across the chops. Roll down a flight of stairs. Life was simple back then. Simpler than a fake birthday present that's muscling in on polar bear day. Man, Sven and Ebba, what were they thinking? I hopped over to their door and rang the bell. Swen answered. Fortunately, he was dressed. Business casual. He was on his way to the furniture store. I said to him, You gifted me Suicide Squad when it isn't my birthday. You know what he said? Sorry about that, but I put it in your mailbox almost by accident. I said, Almost by accident? What do you mean? Then he gives me this story. Ebba's BFF Wendy has a son named Michael that was turning 13 today, and he really likes action movies. Yesterday morning, Ebba realized that she forgot to get him a gift. She called Swen at work and asked him to pick up some DVDs on the way home. Of course, Swen said yes, but then he was busy until who knows when. He didn't remember Ebba's request until late in the afternoon. He asked his salesman, Ralph, to run over to the nearby tech entertainment store and buy some action DVDs. Ralph said the store was just shut down because of an attempted robbery. But he just borrowed a copy of Suicide Squad from a friend and was keeping it in his lunch bag. Swen said he'd replace it, then had Ralph wrap it up with an extra 20 bucks using some gift paper that was lying around. A bit later, Swen gets home just after Ebba had finished a call with their travel agent. You wouldn't believe it. They were booked next week for a trip to a nudist meditation retreat in the Canary Islands, and the flight was cancelled. The news was, to say the least, disappointing. It was their first vacation since the Greenland flu had tied down the world. Swen and Ebba went online for most of the night and researched other nudist meditation resorts. In the end, they could only find one place that satisfied their attention. One place that convinced them they weren't cornered by the Greenland flu. The Zambava Spirit Resort in Madagascar. Swen was up for it. No further discussion. But Ebba said no way and she refused to let her opinion go unheard. The travel time to Madagascar was outrageous for a two-week vacation. 24 hours each way. Well, it was outrageous, unless on the way back, they stretched out the flight transfer in Paris so they could snoop around and shop for knickknacks. But Sven didn't buy Paris at all. He reminded Ebba that they were 110% committed to a nudist meditation resort. Otherwise, they might as well pack some extra clothes and fly to Florida. Ebba chuckled a little 
then kind of thought about it. Palm trees, endless beaches, dancing dolphins, and mini golf. And maybe wearing clothes on vacation wasn't such a bad idea. No more worrying about who has the best yoga bod. Ebba dared Swen to take a chance, so they booked a five-star in Cocoa Beach. Ocean view room, continental breakfast. Once they received the confirmation email, Swen and Ebba caught a second wind until dawn. They fixed a pot of raspberry tea and went activity crazy. They investigated deep sea fishing, the craft gallery, paddle boarding, the iguana zoo, and if the weather permits, they'll enjoy a rocket launch from Cape Canaveral. But if it's a no-go, they'll drive to Orlando and see David Hasselhoff live at SeaWorld. David Hasselhoff This morning, it was Ebba's turn to open the furniture store. While she was rushing out the door, she remembered that her BFF Wendy was dropping by the store to pick up Michael's birthday present. Ebba stopped and shouted politely for Swen to bring her the gift. Swen got it from his SUV in the garage where he'd left it overnight. Then he brought it to Ebba. The package was thinner than she'd expected, so she asked why he'd only bought one movie. Swen said the tech entertainment store was shut down after an attempted robbery and Ralph had a copy of Suicide Squad handy. Ebba wasn't happy with his solution. She said the title alone of the movie was a bad example for Michael as the young lad was going through troubled times. The week before, he was suspended from school. He brought a butcher knife into biology class and teased the other students with it. Nah, Suicide Squad wasn't on Ebba's top ten list. She said she would rather gift Michael some action movies that were compassionate. Swen said that she never mentioned the kind of action movies he should buy. He then asked Ebba if there was a special way that car chases and shootouts would help Michael get in touch with his feelings. Well, Ebba assured Swen that Michael wasn't getting Suicide Squad for his birthday. In fact, she was going to close the store for an hour and visit the tech entertainment outlet. If she couldn't find a compassionate action movie, she'd go next door to the sweet shop and buy Michael a chocolate race car. She saw them in the shop window. Well, Swen admitted that he kind of lost it. He said to Ebba that after being suspended from school, Michael deserved socks for his birthday. And Suicide Squad was the next best thing. Ah! Ebba screamed in dismay, then said, Get Suicide Squad out of my sight. That's when Swen stuffed the gift in my mailbox. I stopped his story right then and said, I got it, Swen. Sometimes accidents almost happen. Swen apologized and said not only would he take back the DVD, but he'd donate it to a good cause. 
I thought, wow, this guy's generosity is impressive. Hope he doesn't mind that I kept the 20 bucks. Thanks for listening to The Mysterious Bluffs. <laughs>